Hello, hello, coming to you deep from the bowels of the Barksdale Communication Complex. It is I, the pastor and Bible teacher, uh, Jeff Barksdale. Glad to see you here. We are chewy on board here and uh, glad glad you're here with us. The uh, It's New Testament Friday, New Testament Friday. We're so glad that you are here. So we are uh, still drinking our, still got a little bit left. My five fair trade, five country espresso blend coffee beans. Still uh, doing it. As you can see, I'm in the Sunfield. Um, it is Friday afternoon. And it's chowder day. I made myself some chowder. I was feeling chowder-y. I was feeling New England-y. So uh, I made myself some chowder. And it was delish. It was in this bowl back here. So, uh, but it is New Testament Friday. And we got to get our lesson in. So uh, thank you for coming. Still being heard in seven countries. Over 1,600 plays. And uh, though that may not seem, seem like a lot to a lot of you, to me, it means the world. We're just so glad that you keep coming in and listening in, and we're very happy. So, uh, New Testament Friday, one chapter, 26, Matthew 26, I'm checking it off right now, along with all my Old Testament ones. And so, uh, it's a long chapter, it's like 75 verses or something like that, Um. Exactly, seventy-five verses, and so uh, this is uh, this is uh, coming in at uh, the the uh, Jesus has told a bunch of uh, parables. He's talked about his final judgment and the plot to kill Jesus comes up, Matthew twenty-six, and so it says when Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said to his disciples, "You know that after two days the Passover is coming." So that's how close they are. At the time of year they are, the Son of Man will be delivered to be crucified. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people gathered in the palace of the high priest, whose name is Caiaphas, and plotted together in order to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him. This is important, but they said, Do not, not during the feast, lest there be an uproar among the people. So they don't want to do it. The enemy seems to, Satan, who's pushing the buttons here, wants to get Jesus killed. And so do these people as he rises up. And they don't want to do it during the feast. If you understand the feast, the feast of weeks is coming up right after this. The Passover is the celebration feast right the day before the feast of weeks starts. So it seems they don't want to do that, but that's exactly what they do. It's uh, it's really um, uh, almost confusing. But when you see they, they seized opportunity as opposed to they may not get an opportunity after this. So uh, Jesus goes to Bethany and a woman comes and takes the alabaster flask of expensive ointments and uh, puts it, uh, anoints him on his head and his feet. And uh, you've, um, disciples get upset 
Judas in particular. Um, and he says, Jesus says, For she has done a beautiful thing to me, for you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Understanding that as he comes to the burial and they want to try to get him buried before the Sabbath starts, there's no time to do this anointing, this ritual anointing. And so it's getting done right now. And so, and he declares that, and only prophetically could he know that. Only because he is God could he know that. The next verse, set of verses, is Judas coming and betraying Jesus, and he gets his price, the 30 pieces of silver. Um, This is always something to understand, is that Judas, Jesus, knowing what Judas would do, still chose Judas to be part of his 12. That's, you get that question and it's understanding that Jesus is willing to do whatever it takes to redeem, to give people a redemption plan back to the Father. Even spending three years of his life with the man who's going to betray him. Knowing that it's going to happen. Um, does the Passover with the disciples. It's the first day of unleavened bread. That's the Feast of Unleavened Bread, Feast of Weeks, Feast of Unleavened Bread. And um, this is that, they they do that, they, they do that, uh, that before, just before the Passover, they, they prepare And, G- and Jesus directs them, go into the city, tell them that the teacher's coming. And uh, and then, then after they were eating, this is verse 21 of, of chapter 26. Uh, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. This is a little different than some of the other ones, and I think we're going to read some of the other ones, so I'm not going to go back and forth. So we'll, we'll hit that next week. And they were very sorrowful and began to say to him one after another, Is it I, Lord? They were all doubting who it would be. And he who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to the man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It will have been better for that man never to have been born. Judas, who would betray him, answered him, Rabbi, uh, is it I, Rabbi? And he said to him, you have said so. And then the Lord's Supper. This is where Jesus deviates. We just talked about this at Word on Wednesday uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, now as they were eating, Jesus took the bread and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take it, take, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, Drink it, all of you, for this is my body of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sin. I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. So, uh, as we look at this, Jesus actually is deviating from the normal Passover 
uh, Seder, the ritual. He's deviating from it. And um, I once heard a Jewish uh, person discussing with a Christian. It was, I wasn't in the room. It was something that I saw a video of. And this was one of the things to say that Jesus wasn't Messiah because he didn't do the Passover correctly. And so uh, the... Um, the person in the discussion didn't go into this a lot. I, I probably would have done it a little more, but that's personal preference. Um, of course he didn't, because he's ushering in a new covenant. The Passover is part of an old covenant. It's part of the Passover. It's part of the picture. This, what Jesus is instituting, is part of the reality, the truth. And so, of course, he deviated from the traditional Passover because he's bringing in a new covenant. He's ushering it in. And uh, then G then uh, Jesus foretells Peter's denial. He's, he's telling him that they're going to fall away. And Peter says, uh, it's not me. I'm never, I never will. They, they may do it, but I won't. And I got to love that guy. Uh, this is uh, up here. He says, truly, I tell you this very night before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And Peter said to him, even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples said the same thing. So, And, and then we know that Jesus goes to Gethsemane. And uh, it's still Passover night. So you got to... I know when I was growing up, I heard these stories. And I had them spread apart. But they're not... This all occurs all within the same evening. He goes to Gethsemane after the... He shares the Passover meal. Right after sunset, he does the Passover meal. So this is the beginning of that day uh, because it's evening and morning is how Jews do the day. So this is all in that same day. He does, uh, he goes to Gethsemane to pray and, uh, and he asks this question. My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not, not as I will, but as you will. This is a Jesus prayed something to the Father, and the answer was no. Jesus asked for something from the Father, and the Father said no. We think that that, that piece of scripture that says, whatever you ask in my name, it will be given to you. Well, Jesus asked for something. He's He's the son of God, and still it's no. What he's really asking for, is there another way? Is there another way that this can get done? Because he knows the most important thing is for this to get done, is for this, for, for the sins to be paid for. And there's an, apparently, no, there's no other way. That's, this is the way. Um, then he asked them to all wait up for with him, and they, they couldn't do it. And... Uh, This is where that famous 41, uh, 26, 41 is where that famous verse is. It starts off like this. Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. And then the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. You have to understand these, these guys haven't gone to bed yet. Okay. They've been up all day. They did the Passover at sundown. Now it's coming into evening. They're in the garden of Gethsemane. It's, it's time for them to go to bed. And this is why they're sleeping. This isn't like, you know, um, afternoon or anything like that. These guys are tired. We're talking probably after midnight sometime. Because the Passover meal is like a three-hour meal. So if they didn't even start until sundown, 
and now they're they're doing the meal now they're going into uh into the evening and into midnight and they're they're tired and so uh jesus is arrested uh while they're still speaking judas came uh one of the 12 with him a great crowd the swords and the clubs from the chief priests and the elders and now the um, betrayer had given them a sign the one i will kiss is the man is the man sees him and he came up to jesus at once and said greetings rabbi and kissed him jesus said to him friend do what you came to do then they came up and laid hands on jesus and seized him there's more to this interaction and i think we're only getting to the first um rendering of it so we'll bounce back and forth in the weeks to come um, but in this one, uh, they came up and laid hands on Jesus and seized him. And behold, one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew a sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, put your sword back in its, into its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my father? And he will send, he will once send me more than 12 legions of angels. But how then should the scriptures be fulfilled uh, that it must be so. At that hour, Jesus said, the, said to the crowd, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day I sat in the temple and teached, and you did not seize me. But all this has taken place, that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. And all the disciples left him and fled. So there's just interesting stuff going on here. Uh, one thing is... Uh, uh, disciples, apostles carried swords. So uh, uh, particularly, um, this is probably Peter, and, and when we get to other renditions, you'll see more details of this. Um, but a fisherman would have some kind of a, a sword, a machete, a, a long knife, that they because that's their part of their job. That's what they do. They always have it. So And they did some traveling on long journeys that were, you know, into bad territories, into bad neighborhoods. <clears throat> so uh, let me see. I ended up over here at the bottom of the page. Um, then they brought him to Caiaphas. They brought him before Caiaphas. Now the chief priests and the whole council were seeking false testimony against Jesus that they may put him to death. This is that old adage started, you show me the man and I will find a crime. And uh, it, this, that's nothing new. We see it even today. Show me a man, I'll find you the crime. It's uh, playing itself out. And so, um, though many false witnesses came forward, uh, uh, one man said, I am able to, this, uh, this man said, a witness came forward and said, he heard this man say, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to rebuild it in three days. And the high priest stood up and said, have you... No answer to make, and Jesus didn't. Jesus remained silent. You have said so, but I tell you, oh, he says, um, I adjure you by the living God, tell us if you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said, You have said so, but I tell you from now on, you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the power and coming on the clouds of heaven. And the high priest tore his robe and said, He is uttering, he has uttered blasphemy. What further witness do we need? He deserves death. Then they spit in his face, struck him, slapped him, say, prophesy to us, you Christ, who is who it is that strikes you? And then right after that, 
they're bringing him in uh, this is, uh, outside the courtyard. Peter's sitting down there, and they start to recognize him. And someone says, uh, a girl said, bystander, this man was with Jesus of Nazareth. And again, he denied it. He had already denied it once. I do not know the man. And after a little while, bystanders came up and said to Peter, certainly you two are one of them. Your accent betrays you. And then uh, he began to invoke a curse on himself and, and to swear, I do not know the man. And immediately the rooster crowed. Peter remembered saying that of Jesus, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. So that's where we are. That's where it leaves us here at 26. And uh, Jesus the whole time is giving prophecy, is, is, is telling what's going to happen in every step it happens along the way. Uh, you can't read through this and not believe that this is not the Christ. He knows what's going to happen. And notice the cock crows three times, they, the, the rooster crows three times. They put that into the narrative, even part of Peter's denial. They put that into the narrative. So we know that this has gone from the one day to the all the way to the next morning. This has all been happening. Jesus has been up through the previous day, all the way through the night time, and now this is the previous morning. That gives us our timeline to what is happening. That's how we know what's going on. And now he's going to go to Pilate's house from here starting next week. Or we'll be revisiting different versions of this in other chapters. In other, uh, what is next week's is, uh, let me look it up. Mark 12 and 13. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to be revisiting the same stuff in other chapters for a few weeks now. So, all right, that's what we got. We're so glad that you came and joined us. We love you guys so much. I'm going to be speaking this Sunday at Life Coast Church. If you're in the area, come on by. Or if you live in the Flagler County area, we would love for you to stop in, join the family at Life Coast. And uh, we, uh, it's always a seat for you there. So love you so much. Have a great kingdom weekend.